Hello, and welcome back to In God We Trust podcast. In this podcast, we read a chapter of the Bible every weekday. God says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Matthew 4 4. God is telling us we need His word to live and grow. With this podcast, you will be able to hear the word of God spoken to you while doing your daily tasks. I won't just read like a robot. I'll break down the chapters for you and talk about how we can apply God's word into our lives. With that, Let's get right into it. Okay, today we'll be reading Matthew chapter 20. And in this chapter, we'll read about the parable of the workers in the vineyard. And in this chapter, a farmer of the vineyard went out to find people to work for him and he told them that he would pay them a set wage and throughout the day he kept getting more workers and he all paid them the same wage and Jesus is speaking on for the kingdom of heaven it's like and he is speaking on that so just try to imagine that while I'm reading here we go for the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire men to work in his vineyard He agreed to pay them a denarius for the day, and sent them into his vineyard. About the third hour went out, about the third hour he went out and saw others standing in the kettle place, doing nothing. He told them, You also go and work in my vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. He went out again, about the sixth hour and the ninth hour, and did the same thing. About the eleventh hour, he went out and still and found still others standing around. He asked them, Why have you been standing here all day doing nothing? Because no one has hired us, they answered. He said to them, You also go and work in my vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to the foreman, Call the workers and pay them their wages beginning with the last ones hired, going on to the first. The workers who were hired about the eleventh hour came and received a denarius. So when those came who were hired first, they expected to receive more. But each one of them also received a denarius. When they received it, they began to grumble against the landowner. These men who were hired last worked only one hour, they said. And you have made them equal to us, who have been who have borne the burden of the day. Sorry. You made them equal to us, who have borne the burden of the work and the heat of the day. But he answered one of them, Friend, I am not being unfair to you. Didn't you agree to work for a denarius? Take your pay and go. I want to give the man who was hired last the same as I gave you. Don't I have the right to do what I want with my own money? Or are you envious because I am generous? So the last will be first, and the first will be last. Okay. So that is um, the parable of the workers in the vineyard. So in this chapter, Jesus said, The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out in the early morning to hire work to hire men to work in his vineyard. 
So he is speaking on the kingdom of heaven here. And what he is saying is that no matter how much work you do to get yourself to somewhere to, I imagine, getting yourself to heaven. So you can't work your way to heaven at all. We are saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. And no one can no one can work their way or the amount of time and they're not going to receive more. So everyone is equal in heaven no matter what you do. So that's how I take this whole chapter of the men who worked longer and harder in the heat. They they were grumbling and they expect more but he promised them that they would get a denarius so they worked the whole day and they got a denarius but they were just they were jealous of the other people who didn't put in the time that they did but they still got the pay so I see that as people who really work hard in their faith they're going to expect a lot more but don't expect to be treated more just because of that because God loves every one of us the exact same so he's going to treat others how he treats you that is what um, I take away from that first book in that chapter uh, if you guys think differently that's perfectly fine we all have different interpretations but that's what I think okay we are going to continue the next little book in this chapter is Jesus again predicts his death it's a short one so this little book will be short now as Jesus was going up to Jerusalem he took the 12 disciples aside and said to them we are going up to Jerusalem and the son of man will be betrayed to the chief priests and the teachers of the law they will condemn him to death and will turn him over to the Gentiles to be mocked and flogged and crucified. On the third day, he will be raised to life. Okay, so Jesus was just predicting his death there. He was on his way to Jerusalem with the twelve disciples. And he pulled them aside and said, uh, We are going to Jerusalem and the Son of Man will be betrayed by the teachers of the law. So he was just letting them know that he is about to be betrayed and then crucified. So that is coming up in the next few the next few days probably. Uh he will be betrayed and crucified. So okay. Now we are reading about a mother's request and you might be like what does a mother's request mean? So while Jesus is walking around with his 12 disciples, there there's crowds of people following him, like thousands at a time, because they see the miracles that he does, and they believe that he is the Son of God. So they follow him around, and they, they praise him, and they they just, they want more of him. They want to live with him. And now they come up on a mother, and this is her request. Then the mother 
of Zebedee's sons came to Jesus with her sons and kneeling down asked him a favor. What is it you want? he asked. She said, Grant that one of these two sons of mine may sit at your right and the other at your left in your kingdom. You don't know what you are asking, Jesus said to them. Can you drink the cup I am going to drink? We can, they answered. Jesus said to them, You will indeed drink from my cup, but to sit at my right or left is not for me to grant. These places belong to those for whom they have been prepared by my Father. When the ten heard about this, they were indignant with the other two brothers. Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be and whoever wants to be first must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as ransom for many. Okay, so that is a mother's request. And the mother's request was that her sons sit at the right and the left hand with Jesus in the kingdom of heaven. And then Jesus was like, you don't know what you are asking, Jesus said to them. Can you drink the cup I am going to drink? We can, they answered. And Jesus said, You will indeed drink from my cup, but to sit at the right hand or the left, these places belong to those whom they have prepared. Sorry. Those places belong to those whom they have been prepared by my Father. So Jesus is saying that if they are worthy of that, they will. But only people that are worthy of sitting at the right hand of God, like the disciples Jesus has said before, that the disciples will sit amongst Jesus. There will be 12 chairs, and they will judge the 12 tribes of Israel. So Jesus is saying, that is not my decision. Uh, my Father will decide that. And, yeah, that's what that is about. Okay, now the last one is, the two blind men receive sight. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> As Jesus and his disciples were leaving Jericho, a large crowd followed him. The two blind men were sitting by the roadside. And when they heard that Jesus was going by, they shouted, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. The crowd rebuked them and told them to be quiet. But they shouted all the louder, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. Jesus stopped and called them. What do you want me to do for you? He asked. Lord, they answered, we want our sight. Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes. Immediately they received their sight and followed him. Okay, so that is the story of the two blind men receiving sight. 
And in this chapter, they were leaving Jericho, and a large crowd of people were following them. And as the crowd was going by, they were speaking like, oh, like Jesus is so cool. Oh, yeah. And the blind men heard about Jesus, and then they screamed, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. And then the people were like, oh, no, blah, 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 blah. And then they just screamed even louder, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. And then Jesus said, what do you want me to do for you? And they asked for their vision back. And then Jesus felt compassion for them. And then he healed their sight, and immediately they followed him. So that is what the two blind men receiving sight is about. Okay, the verse of the day is going to be Matthew chapter 20, verse 16, and that is, So the last will be first, and the first will be last. So I picked that because Jesus has spoken before of how on earth, some of the people who are are high up there, they will be last. And some of the people who are down bad and not not doing the best, they'll be the first because they're pure in heart. So that's why I picked that verse. Okay, that's all I have for you guys today. I really appreciate you guys who are listening. Uh, it means the world to me. Uh, have a nice day and God bless.